episode 3288 of the survival podcast if you're tracking it as a bitcoin breakout episode episode 39 of the bitcoin breakout though this is really this is a show about a thing that has bitcoin involved with it but it's not about bitcoin it's a show about nostra and we're going to dig deep into this with a new project that i've come up with called the grow nostra initiative and the only reason I call it the Grow Noster Initiative is because the hashtag that we're going to use in this initiative is hashtag Grow Noster. And I learned in marketing never to call something something one thing and something somewhere else another. Or when you tell people, like, use this hashtag, they will add the thing that you added and then it's all discombobulated. What do I mean by that? If I were to call this exactly what it is, I would call it the Grow on Noster Initiative because it is not just about growing Noster for the sake of Noster. It's about growing for yourself, growing your network, growing your influence. And I, if you have no network and no influence, if you do in the next 90 days, what I'm about to reveal today, I bet you, you will have a network and you will have an influence. And most of you already have some, but you will grow it. And so we're going to be talking about, yes, growing Noster is a thing today by actively participating in it and increasing the network effect. But we're also going to be talking about growing yourself, growing your community, growing your influence, growing your lifestyle design by increasing your knowledge. And if you think this is all really techy and hard to understand, stop right now. It's not. When this live stream's over, I'll get the audio up. In the audio notes, everything I'll show you on the screen and things that I'll reference that I won't. And if you're listening to the audio only, that's fine. Come check the notes out as always. There's guides to everything. And what I want to kind of come out of the gate with is the only thing about this that will seem complicated is signing up and getting a key pair and installing a client. Once you do that, if you're using Snort, it looks an awful lot like Twitter, and if you can use Twitter, you can use Snort or Iris or Domus or some of the other clients we'll talk about today. All right? It's not hard. Don't pretend that it's hard. Don't make it hard. If you came far enough to start listening to this episode, just do it with an open mind, and by the time it's over, you'll know exactly what to do to start building your own network and influence while we, you know, fulfill the, the prophecy of a rising tide floating all boats. And you'll understand why you should do it, and you'll understand that it's not hard. Do not let it intimidate you. So in most of these episodes, I start out with something like I just said, then I'm like, let's talk about our sponsors. I'm going to do no commercial content today, except for one little bit at the very, very end. I want this to be widely shareable to people that are already using Noster, to people that are marketers, people that are influencers, to get them onboarded to Noster for Bitcoiners and non-Bitcoiners alike. I want everybody to be comfortable sharing this one. Let's start off with what is Noster. Noster is a protocol, not a platform. You can't go to like Noster.com and install the Noster app and start using Noster. That would be like going to email.com and so, install the email app, and then you can start using email. Email is a protocol, right? It's, it's a thing. It's a way that computers 
communicate with each other. And different people have, have programmed multiple different clients. So I'm an old guy. So sitting over here next to my Mac is a PC. On that PC is a product called Outlook. I know you're going to mock me for it, but I'm old. I'm an old Gen Xer. I'm borderline freaking boomer, for God's sake. You're lucky I use anything with email, okay? And if you are using a cloud email service, which you shouldn't, like something like Yahoo, and you and I send email to each other, it doesn't matter that you're on Yahoo and I'm on Outlook. You're sending an email to my web server that I'm using Outlook to pull the email off of, and you're letting Yahoo control your email. But we can communicate with each other. There is just... No need whatsoever for you to use a specific thing to communicate with me by email because I'm using that thing. So we don't both have to use ProtonMail or we don't both have to use Outlook or we don't have to both use Thunderbird. We use whatever we want and we communicate with each other. And if I'm in your address book and you're in my address book, we can communicate with each other anytime we want to and nobody can do anything about it. And if Yahoo started censoring your emails, as long as you have your address book, you could go use a different program, a different client, and still communicate with me because email is a protocol, not a thing onto itself. And that's the magic in this. The protocol, Noster, stands for notes and other stuff transmitted by relays. And all of that means is that we're all able to communicate with each other because there's these Things called relays that I'm not going to get deep into. I'm not going to get technical here, partly because it won't help new people and partly because I, I want to be real clear out of the gate. I am not an expert on this. I've been using Noster for about a month now. I'm extremely impressed with it, and there's a lot that I don't know. And I wanted to do this initiative and this episode and this thing before I knew a lot more. So that I already had chatter at the beginning of this in the live chat. Well, what about new people that don't understand all this technical stuff? I don't want you to think you have to. Can you send email? Okay, you can use Noster. Can you use Facebook or Twitter? Yes, then you can use Noster. It's that simple. It is a key pair, meaning you have a public and a private key. Your public key is how people know you, and your private key is how you control your public key, so you control what goes on it and what doesn't. Yep, that's it. And if you, if that's confused, oh, key pair, oh, my God. Username, password. It's the same thing except really, really complex, long strings. And then you have a screen name, for instance, for me, Jack Spirico, right? But I still have a pub key, a public key that's my, think of it, it's not, but think of it like a username. And then I have a private key. And with those two together, I can use any app on Noster. And if it's connected into my followers, they can communicate with me. Now, that might sound like a little thing. But by the time we get done today, you're going to realize how absolutely huge this is. This is earth-shattering disruption. I was just on Noster right before I went live today, and Forbes is talking about Noster. So this is about to really go mainstream because of how powerful it is. And it's, it's one of those things like when an idea hits, sooner or later it gains momentum. What this does, again, though, is a single – think of it like a single point of login. Imagine you the way things work with like Facebook or Google or something. You're online, you go to a website, and you need an account, let's say, with them to make comments uh, on their article or to do anything. And you can set up an account with them, you know, register as a user, give them your email, they send you a thing, you click on it and verify that it's really you, and now you have an account 
so that you can make one freaking comment on one freaking article. And what do you usually do? You're like, don't care. But sometimes it'll say, log in with Google or log in with Facebook. And you click a button and Google says, are you sure you want to do this? And you say yes, and boom, and you can make your comment. Okay, problem with that approach is Google controls everything. And Google tracks everything. And now everything you do on that site, Google knows about. Yay you, right? It's convenient, but there's a third party involved. Imagine that capability. And anything Noster integrated, you simply match it up to your key pair, and you have access to it, and anybody interacting with you knows you're really you, assuming you want them to know that you're you, because you can totally be anonymous. And you have integrated payments in and out that are instantaneous from a single pair. Um, I said today on Nostra, I used to be a marketer by profession. I guess you'll always be what you used to be, but I mean, that's what I did every day. And if you wanted, if Nostra was a client to Jack Spirico Marketing Inc. and said, how do we market this? What's our strap line? I'd say one key pair in your tribe is everywhere. Done. And the kind of consultant I was, they would say, hmm, I, I kind of like that. Any other ideas? Nope, that's it. Well, what about, an, okay, look, do you want me to work with you? That's your strap line. That's your thing. I can build an entire message around that. I can build an entire story around it. I can present your entire thing off of that. And I'm the kind of consultant, if you don't want what I'm you're paying me for, buy. And I would leave it at that. One key pair in your tribe is everywhere. Because that's what we're talking about. And that is enormous. That is huge. We've had the Internet since the 90s. Back in like 93, the idiots on, on Good Morning America are like, what is Internet? What does that WWW mean? What's that app symbol? We've had the Internet that long. This is one of the biggest things to ever happen to the Internet. Because now I control everything. I possess those two keys. And so... When one company starts to do something I don't like and I have to start using another app, platform, piece of software, I don't lose everything I'm vested in. I maintain my ability to communicate with my people. If they want to start using that particular app or platform or whatever, they don't have to redo a whole bunch of stuff. They just plug their, their keys in and boom, it's done. And I'm going to show you a little bit later how simple and quick that is to do especially online in a browser if you're using something like the Albi extension. Really, really simple. Um, it's a way to just keep your network in contacts no matter what anybody else does. You possess that relationship, and that's huge. There's also it, – it creates a rapid incentive to innovate quickly, and I've seen tons of innovation on Noster since I started just less than 30 days ago. Tons of innovation. And the reason is simple. It's from what I just said. Let's say I'm using, I'm going to give you two platforms. They're not specific endorsements. They're just sites that I use to communicate on Noster. One is snort.social, snort.social, and the other is iris.to. And I'm going to pull them up on the screen for those in the live video in a minute and show you what it looks like when you're communicating on Noster with both of them. But let's say that Iris develops a, a, a feature set that I really want to be able to use. Well, then I'm going to use Iris to communicate with Noster. Well, this gives Snort a huge incentive to develop a similar or better or the same as feature set. 
So I've watched features be implemented in the last 30 days that people have been asking to get out of Twitter for the last 10 years. Because this is being done by small-scale programmers, little guys, 20 guys, 10 guys, 3 guys working in a garage together, eating Twinkies and drinking beer, and going, let's just see if we can do this shit. In many cases, some of these things are being built by one person and then adopted and used as open source. There's no way for commercial platforms who have to worry about keeping their audience captive to compete with this. This is the death nail. This is one of those things where I talked about the pincher move yesterday with the financial reset that's going on, that the amoeba is encircling the little bacteria, and the bacteria could escape, but it doesn't know. And by the time it does, it's dead. That's what this is. And it's a zero-bullshit new world. There's no self-important asshole sitting around a $50,000 conference table discussing whether or not you deserve a feature, right? There's no self-important assholes in $1,000 suits sitting around that table discussing exactly what the timeline is before they give you that feature. Or should we have this feature at all? Or how does this affect our shareholders? Or what kind of cannibalism does it create in our product set offering? Or does it create an – there's none of that. There's people trying to make things work better, and that's it. And anybody can do it from anywhere in the world. And so it is incredibly nimble, incredibly fast. I've been blown away by how fast it's going. So with that in mind, I decided to do this thing called Grow Noster. And Grow Noster comes from this direction, I guess is the right word for it. Um. I have had some complaints about Noster from people that have gotten onto it at my recommendation. And there's two. And one is this thing doesn't work all the time. And my response is it's not going to. This is not a beta product. This is like a alpha product. It is being developed in real time. You are in the sandbox with the developers. So some things will not work or sometimes you'll see something on one app but not another how many relays? There's a ton of things that create variables in this. Maybe one app has started to incorporate polling and the other hasn't. Maybe one app, you drop a link in and it creates a nice little display of what you're linking to. Another one just has a plain blue link. I will not worry about that. And I will only tell you, if you complain about that to me, that you are in the world of the pioneer and not everything will work all the time. And the longer you're here, the more will work and the more you'll be able to do it. Done. It's not a legitimate, valid complaint, in my opinion, because no one ever claimed it was finished or done or even, you know, a full rolled out product yet. No one has ever said that. This is brand new shit. Yeah. But the other complaint, and I found this to be legitimate. Jack, I followed you over there from Twitter, and then I followed all the people you follow, and my feed is nothing but Bitcoin stuff. It's a bit of an exaggeration. I see stuff on Noster all the time that's not Bitcoin related. But I will agree that it is like 90%. It is one subject dominant. Okay? And I am not, if you look at my shirt, for those that are on the live stream, I am not here saying we need less Bitcoin content on Noster. We need more content in addition to the Bitcoin content. Because we can't be a one subject thing and fulfill our destiny. At Nostra. We can't do it. It's not possible. And I'll get into some more reasons why in a bit. But we do need diverse 
discussions on Noster. Because in social media, people talk about whatever's on their mind, and they form tribes based on common interests, whether that be keto, dieting, permaculture, homesteading, backyard ducks, recipes, cooking, soup, whatever. doesn't matter. Pictures of kittens. I don't care. That's just what people do. So what I decided to do was create a way to incentivize people to put content other than Bitcoin on Noster and create relationships. And so the goal in that is to, number one, I want Noster to grow as fast as possible. The faster it grows, the more developers get involved, the more developers get involved, the more features and things we can do with it, the better it is for everybody. So, yes, I want to grow Noster, the protocol, and all of the freaking clients that are integrating with Noster, all of it. Yeah. But two, I want to grow the lifestyle design of everybody on Noster, because if you're not designing your life, guess what? Somebody's done it for you and it doesn't look very pretty. You know, guys, I've taught that. For 15 years now almost, June 20th will be 15 years of Survival Podcast. And and if, if it would have marketed it as well, I would have probably called it the Lifestyle Design Podcast instead of the Survival Podcast. Because prepping is only a piece of lifestyle design. It's how you stay on track for the design. Yeah? If you don't stay on, if, if you don't have preparedness and then something goes wrong, you get knocked way backwards instead of mildly inconvenienced. So if you want to design a homestead, you need to look at other people that have done it. Or if you want to design a business, you need to look at other people who have done it and gain from them. If you want to be a better parent, you look at people that are successful parents and what they're doing. You want to be more successful homeschooling your kid, you get it. Whatever it is you're trying to incorporate into your life, the more people you observe and the more you can Jeet Kune Do that and take the pieces that work for you and integrate them into your life, the better. So this is an educational thing. You learn more about the things that you want to know about. Next is... I want to grow the person-to-person networks for all participants. So I designed this as a 90-day challenge that if you complete it, I expect that you'll add at least 200 to 300 people with common interest to your network over the next three months, and it will take you less than five minutes a day. I hope you'll put a little more into it, but if you just do it as fast as you can, it's about five minutes a day. I tested the, the, the procedure myself, and it was easy to do in five minutes. Maybe it won't be five minutes on day one, but by day three, it'll be five minutes. And you'll be able to do it in your sleep. It's going to be that easy, right? Um, but I want those person-to-person networks to grow. I want you to grow that circle of influence. And I want you to grow your outreach of people you can ask for help, ask for information, ask for recommendations, I want to be able to grow that because that is this parallel economy we keep talking about. Without those interpersonal relationships, it's shit. It's nothing. It's just a clone. It's If you have the interpersonal relationships, it's truly a parallel economy. If you don't, if you just have marketplaces where people can sell shit, it's like you give somebody willow bark instead of aspirin for a headache. A headache is not a deficiency in willow bark or aspirin. So if you want to fix a headache, you figure out what is the underlying stressor causing the headache, and you correct that. So the, the, the problem we have in commerce today is nobody knows anybody anymore, and people just buy shit, and they buy from the cheapest thing that they can get, and they really don't understand what they're buying or why they're buying it from that source, except they need a thing, and there it is. So if you create a marketplace without the interpersonal relationship, all you've done is just shifted it over. It's parallel, but it's not really different. 
But if you create the interpersonal relationships, we go back to people doing business with people they trust and know. And when they don't know someone or trust someone that has what they want, they know or trust someone who can make a recommendation. Because that's what this really is. That's what this is really all about. Um, next up, I want to grow a huge number of diverse sub-communities on Nostra. So this is something I've been very effective with in the Survival Podcast. We have communities using different social media platforms all over the place. Some of them are like dedicated to totally different things. Some of them spawned out of TSP and became their own thing altogether, and we're not even directly connected anymore. But if you talk to the person that's, that started that community, yeah, we came right out of TSP. I want, I want that to happen on Nasser, and not just for me, from everybody. I want people to be able to show up on you know, Nostra through a client and be like, I want to know about permaculture. Boom. And there is the permaculture community under the permaculture hashtag or dog training, right? Or entrepreneurship or small bit, whatever, whatever works for you. And I've laid this out so that if you do it, that's what you'll get. That's what you'll get. So how do you participate? Number one. Get on Noster. And I'll give you some resources in just a minute, but I want to go through the whole procedure first, the thing that you'll be doing every day. And then we can talk about the how, right? But the how is not hard. And I'm not going to get real technical with the how. It took me 15 minutes to do when I decided to do it. Don't sit there and, and roll your eyes like, Jug is technical. I am not the technical expert that you think I am. Just because I know how to use a WordPress blog does not make me a technical expert. Anybody else that knows how to use a WordPress blog understands how, how non-technical you have to be for that, right? Just because I know how to do some audio editing and upload to a server does not make me a technical expert, especially about Noster. So it's not, you get on Noster, then you commit to this plan and you do this for 90 days. Somebody come up with a uh, end date starting April 11th, what 90 days is for me and put it in the, the chat and I'll, uh, I'll let people know. Um, but here's what you're going to do. You're going to go through whatever client you're going to use on an Oster every day for the next 90 days. You're going to make two posts every day. I don't care what it is. I just care that it's not Bitcoin. If you're a Bitcoiner and you want to make a hundred Bitcoin posts and you still want to participate in this, just don't tag those with get grow Noster. Hashtag grow Noster. One word. Tag them with Bitcoin, tag them with anything else you want. But I want from you a commitment, right, so that we all can benefit from this. Two posts every day, hashtag Ronoster. That just means that somebody can pull up that hashtag or follow that hashtag and see all kinds of non-Bitcoin content. What's on there? Who knows? It'll change. It'll get drastically diverse. That's the point. It'll be like a global feed, which we'll talk about in a second, excluding Bitcoin, like negative filter Bitcoin out, just so we can create the diversity. So you're going to make two. Now, what could those be? I made one today. I took a 30 second video of my ducks while I was giving them water. And I said, ducks make the best coworkers. They don't complain and they never steal food out of the break room refrigerator. Right. And I tagged it ducks, permaculture and Gronoster. Yeah. Um, you could make a post that's referencing a news article as long as it's not specifically about Bitcoin. I'm not big on politics, but people discuss politics. So I don't care if it's about politics. I don't care if it's about homeschooling. I don't care if it's about your fish. I don't care about your favorite pet goldfish. I don't care. As long as it ain't Bitcoin, hashtag Ronoster. 
um, two posts a day minimum. You can do as many as you want. And then add any other relevant hashtags. So when I did the ducks, I did hashtag ducks, hashtag permaculture. I might do some stuff out in the garden later today, take a picture or a short video, hashtag gardening. You got it, right? This way, someone who finds you on Grow Nostra can also drill down and see what you're all about and decide if they want to follow those other things as well, like permaculture. Find those sub-communities. Then check the Go, Grow Noster feed at least once a day. So on Snort, you can just follow hashtags. Some clients you can, some you can't. But you can always just in your own post, click hashtag Grow Noster and find all the Grow Noster posts. Easy, simple. Don't make it hard. It's not. You click a link, you see stuff. Scroll through there and find at least two people that have posted something you thought was interesting and follow them. Yeah, just follow them. And while you're at it, click their other hashtags that you find interesting, permaculture, growing worms, entrepreneurship, whatever. Click some other hashtags to see if there's anybody else you want to follow. Or if you want to follow those hashtags, become part of those sub-communities, right? Then send a direct message to the people you followed. Send a direct. So you want to follow at least two people a day and send two DMs a day. It takes seconds to do that. And so you send those DMs. And I would suggest something just as simple as found you on Grow Noster, gave you a follow. Then check your DMs. Yeah. Anybody that did that with you, follow them back. Now you're, you're, you're creating this relationship of people following each other back and forth. You get a message from somebody, you look at their profile and go, I don't want to follow this person. Don't follow them. That's okay. Follow the people you want to follow, but make these engagements. Use the DM feature. Let people know, I found you there. I followed you. We, we soft launched this yesterday. I've already sent a ton of those. I've gotten a ton of those. We're following each other that way already. We're, this is already in motion. As small as it is after one day, it's already in motion. Then make at least Four comments in post under the Go Grow Noster hashtag. That's really cool. Hey, what kind of duck is that? Whatever it is. Right? Four comments, two posts, two follows. This will create a massive amount of engagement when we turn loose the TSP community. Other communities are going to get involved with this. I want you to know I've already got a few people that I would call fairly large influencers on board with participating in this. Not massive, no huge people, no Michael Saylors or nothing like that yet. But we've got people that really have a big following. And one thing you need to know about Bitcoiners, Bitcoiners like a lot of this other stuff. That's why I started Bitcoin Breakout. That's why it exists. Bitcoiners in general are like things like grass-fed beef. They like things like gardening. They like things like homesteading. They like things like fitness. They like things like entrepreneurship. They like to talk about other stuff. It's just that it's a whole bunch of Bitcoiners talking about Bitcoin right now, so we need to add that diversity. So we're going to bring these other influencers in, and not just from the Bitcoin world, but from other communities and sub-communities, and get these influencers on board. And then zap at least two people using Ronoster every day. Pick at least two people that you find under that and send them some Bitcoin using a Lightning Zap feature, you can use the get all the extension 
If you're going to do it online, you can use Wallet of Satoshi if you're going to do it on mobile. We'll get into more of that in a minute. And this is really easy to do. Um, now, the reason I want you to zap people, and let me explain that this is not going to cost you a lot of money. Let's say you zap two people a day for 50 sats. You just spent two cents. Two cents a day, 180 days, right? 360 cents, $3.60. Now, I think you should do more, and I think you should send big zaps to people you really like and little zaps to people that like that was kind of cool or cute or something. But if you if everybody will do this that gets involved, and we get a couple hundred people to start, this is tens of thousands of people at the end of this cycle. And I want to say something else, too. I don't think, I don't think that this will be something that goes on forever as a thing, as an initiative, as a Grow Nostra initiative. I think this will get to a certain level of momentum, kind of blow up. That's the hope anyway. And eventually it'll just become that's the way things are. That there is all this diverse content. There is all these subcommunities. There's all these other ways to interact with it. And you understand what we're doing here, too. We're, we're, we're seeding the pump for developers because now we could have a developer, a Nostra developer that develops a client that specifically pulls in all of the content for permaculture or pulls in all of the content for entrepreneurship. And I'm sure there will be abuse of this situation, but we can block anybody we want and we can filter. And so we'll work that out as we go. We have to get the data available first. And that's the plan here. Um, now, how do you do this? And I've got people asking me now, can I go sign up for Noster? Again, Noster is not a website. Noster is not an app. Noster is a protocol. There is no Noster. There might be a Noster.com, but there's like you go to Noster.com and install the Noster app. No, it is a protocol like email, like HTTP. You install a client and you put your Noster key pair in to identify yourself. You set up your design just like Twitter, your little picture, whatever you want. Yeah. But if you want to get started, the website that I recommend is really simple. Noster, N-O-S-T-R dot how, H-O-W. And if you go there, you can find pretty much everything that you need to know. An explanation of what Noster is, why we need it. If you want guides, they have guides to everything, individual clients, Iris, Domus, Amethyst, uh, how to get verified, um, what are ZAPs, explains what NIP57 is. NIPs are Noster Improvement, I think, protocols, um, and these are simply ways that we upgrade no no Noster's functionality. They're like... Bit BIPs, Bitcoin Improvement Protocols, right? How ZAPs work. How do you send and receive that? What I'm saying is, instead of me sitting here, can I switch clients? Yes, because a client is just a way to access the underlying data held by the relays. Everything you need to know to get started. Now, it doesn't mean necessarily everything you'll ever do, but everything you need to know to get started is at Nostra.how. If you'll take 15 minutes and try, it will be difficult for you to fail in this. Now, if you already have, like, get all the as a, as a lightning wallet, then you're ahead of the curve and it really will be 15 minutes. Otherwise you might want to set up, get all be first and, and I'll get into more why in just a second. But, uh, I do recommend get all as your, um, your key manager 
for Nostr and for your wallet for web-based use, meaning that you're in a browser. So right here, um, if you look up in the corner of my screen, if you're on the video, and I don't want to lean on this too much because I want the people who are um, who are on audio only to still be able to follow this. But this is out of my all uh, my Albi extension, and when you're using that, let me get here real quick. If you go up where the little Albi dude is, you'll see that you have a pull down menu, and one of them is websites. Right. And if you go to websites, it shows the ones you're already linked to. But if you go to discover. Then you'll see that you can find all of the websites and applications that Albi already has a, a link to a way that they work with each other. And if you scroll down, you'll see Noster apps. Now, you're going to want to generate a, P, a, a key pair with Albi before you do this. There's a link in the notes that, tell, that gives you a page. It tells you how to do it. It takes one minute tops to do. But then you can see all these different applications. And I'm not on Astral yet, so I'm going to use this as a way to demonstrate what happens. You can see as soon as I clicked on that, a prompt comes up from Get Albi and asks me if I want to connect to it. This is because Albi already has my key pair. And that way I don't have to give this website my key pair. It's locked away inside my Albi wallet. And so they can have my public key, but not my private key. That way I don't have to worry about somebody hacking that and getting my private key. So I only have one place that my private key is stored inside Albi. And it's not in a giant database of keys. So you would have to individually hack them one by one, which is very tedious. And so I could connect to Astral, which is just another client. And it's that quick once you're set up on Albi. So I really recommend that you use, again, the Albi extension. And, again, you can, if you're on Albi, and I wanted to kind of show you this, too. These are these are zaps from today. So uh, right before I started, I sent somebody 10 sats. The Lots Project, how you doing there, dude? Sent me 11. I sent 50 to this person. 22 came in. 21 came in. Joda, whoever that is, sent me 1,000 sats. Nice, Joda. Right, so these are all zaps that I've received today in return for the content that I've put out. And then there's another 50 that went out for me. Renegade Butcher sent me some money, right? Space Moose sent me 500 sats, right? You can see that they vary. They're all over the place. But once you're in here, once you have your, you, you have all these set up, you can go into settings and I believe it's profile settings. And since I already have a key, and this is my public key, I don't want to reveal my private key, but right here, before you've set one up, you click on it. So if you're listening to this and you're not following it, you'd have to come look this up. But basically, inside Albi, you generate a private key. It's not hard to do. And again, I have links where you can do it. And I just realized I didn't show you guys. I didn't change the screen. So let me change this. So back to my wallet. This is what I was talking about where um, you can see the payments. These are people that have sent me sats today again since I screwed that up on you. And in settings, profile settings, scroll down. There's a Nostra address. This is where you'll generate your key. Really, really simple. I am just screwing up today, ain't I? Huh? Wow. All right, one more time. I guess maybe I'll edit this crap out. 
See, I told you I'm not technical. So here's payments in today in Aldi. Sorry about this, guys. Yeah. And then if I go into settings, profile settings, and scroll down, there's my public key. I don't want to reveal my private key, but this is where you would set up your key pair, and you only have to do that one time. Wow. I am really sorry, guys. I didn't think I was this combobulated today. I thought I uh, I had all this worked out. Anyway, moving on. Um, for on, for, for uh, mobile apps, there's a lot of Lightning wallets that you can use through things like Domus or Amethyst or whatever. I personally recommend Wallet of Satoshi. I think it's one of the best, super simple, easy-to-use mobile Lightning wallets there is. And um, I recommend everybody be on Wallet of Satoshi anyway. And it's just a lightning wallet. And what I love about Wallet of Satoshi, it's really easy. If you acquire enough Bitcoin in, in lightning form and you want to put it back on chain, it's very cheap, very fast, and very inexpensive to send it on chain from lightning, from Wallet of Satoshi to whatever wallet you use to manage your Bitcoin. So I hope that makes sense. So those are my uh, wallets I recommend. Wallet of Satoshi for mobile and get all be for online browser-based activities. Sorry, that really screwed up there, guys. I'm, I'm, I apologize for that. Um, my favorite browser clients, and this is where I want to talk a little bit about why I recommend that you have multiple clients. Number one is Gronoster. And right now, I'm sorry, not Gronoster, snort.social. Boy, you get messed up and you just keep rolling here. Let's have a sip of coffee and reboot. Okay, Snort.Social is kind of my favorite browser-based client for right now anyway because they seem to be a little ahead of Iris on developing feature sets. Again, back on Snort, you're seeing my feed for people I follow right now. Lynn Alden's there. Love whoever that is there. These are just people I follow. This is not the global feed. And if I switch over to Iris, and I have to remember to switch the tab and make sure that I'm actually freaking there this time. When I switch over to Iris and hit refresh, again, you'll see that the, the first post that I'm seeing may not be the same. Now, that one right there is, right? So this, it's just a function of the relays. And I, I realize I probably am making this more tutorial than it should be. Just understand that you may not see the same things both places. Really sorry about the screw ups today. Um, this is I, I'm getting into a mode where I'm, I feel like I'm sharing my screen screen, but I'm only sharing individual tabs and StreamYard's just not perfect when it comes to things like this. All right. So anyway, my favorite browser clients are Iris and Snort, and we'll leave it at that for right now. Uh, for iOS, I really like Domus. And that's what I really recommend. And I have links in the show notes where you can learn more about Domus. I don't think Domus works for Android users, but there's a, uh, a client called Amethyst that works for Android users. And both of them seem to be very well liked by the individual camps. Again, I recommend multiple clients to play around with so that if something's not working on one, you can check another. Or if a feature set's not on one, you can check another. But the biggest reason is I want the light bulb click. 
for those of you that are using Bitcoin and you are self-custodying and you are not holding your Bitcoin on the exchange because we told you to get off the exchange a million times over history. And thanks. The renegade says you're fine, Jack. Thanks. And, hey, if anything wants to prove to you, I'm not that technical. I can't even work screen share right. And I can do this. So you can do it, too. Oh, the multiple clients thing. So. This will click for you the way Bitcoin does the first time you install a wallet and you you back up your 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 passphrase, your 12 words, and then you go install that wallet on a totally different device and you put your 12 words in and boom, you have access to your Bitcoin in two different places at the same time because you had a key specific piece of information that is the access code. When you get on Domus and you make a post on your mobile and later you're sitting down on your computer and you're doing the same thing, but you're on Snort, you'll have that moment where you really get what I'm talking about. That you have this, you, you, you have two key pairs and your tribe is everywhere. You can communicate, access your DMs, and it's very different than, well, I have Twitter on my computer and I have Twitter on my phone. Yeah, but you have Twitter. You don't have a protocol. You have a platform. And Elon Musk and his people, or prior to that, Padmaw, whatever the hell his name was, and prior to that, Jack Dorsey, decided what you got, who you got to talk to, and whether or not they could kick you out. Were this, if, let's say the people that made Snort turned out to be dicks, and they just shut Snort down, or they just picked a whole bunch of us and somehow blocked us from their client, it doesn't matter. You just pick up another client and all your work, all your effort, all your data is still accessible. That's the difference. Plus, you have integrated payments. Um, understanding what we're really talking about here. Noster is an active marketplace for value for value ideas. And what I mean by that is you can share a thought with somebody they can value the thought, and because they value the thought, they can you can be compensated for your thought. Remember the old saying, a penny for your thoughts, right? A penny for your thoughts. And it's always just been like something people say. You actually have a penny for your thoughts available right now. If, if you make a statement, and I thought it was cool, I could just throw a penny to you through the magic world of the interwebs, and you instantaneously get it. And if I want, I can send you a message with it. I can let you know it's me, or I can do it anonymously. But I can just say, hey, look, that was really interesting. My life's a little bit better today because you gave me value, so I'm returning value. Maybe I thought it was really good. Maybe I send you 500 sats or 1,000 sats. I've had people zap me 30, 40,000 sats. I posted one. I don't even remember what meme it was. It was some stupid little meme. And somebody sent me 50,000 sats, which is not a bunch of money, but it's a, you know, it's five bucks or something like that. It's about a dollar, a thousand sats right now. I'm not sure exactly what it is. Somebody can do the math for me if you want to uh, in the live stream. But what's interesting was the, uh, the note that came along with it, the note that came along with it was something to, you know, today was a really shitty day. Everything that I did starting off was bad. Something like that, you know, 
you made me laugh and I needed it. Thank you. That's pretty cool, guys. That's an interaction that I have yet to have on uh, Twitter. I'm looking to see right now on my screen. I know it's not up. I'm not screwing up again. I'm looking if I can find something because I don't want it up while I'm doing this. Um, where somebody sent me a note. It looks like in the past couple days, nobody people just sent me sats and no notes. But I'm looking for one that has a note. And if I don't find it soon, I'll just skip ahead. What's with you guys not sending any notes with your Zapathons? Ah. All right. So, but you can send notes. You can append a note and then you'll see it on the other end when you receive it. Just none of them here. But that was really cool that somebody just felt like, thank you. Thank you. And, and Renegade says it's kind of like Fountain for social media. And I would agree it's like Fountain for social media. I, I'm going to tell you, I think people will build podca- podcast apps on Noster. I, I, I know that kind of Adam Curry has a, uh, a monopoly on the value for value podcast index thing and good for him because he built it. He deserves it. I'm not putting him down, but I think you might see other ways that podcasts are distributed or compensated outside of there, which is great because that requires innovation. Like I've talked to you guys a lot in the past about a TV series. I really like it's on, it's on their history or discovery or whatever, the full food that built America. And what you find is when you have these huge rivalries, post versus catalogs or whatever, right? It is the rivalry itself that drives the innovation. So I, I'm really excited about all the rivalry that this creates, friendly rivalry, right? And it's a protocol with integrated payments that many things can and will be built on. So you have something that, like, you look at Twitter, and Twitter keeps talking about integrating some form of payments network into Twitter. Elon rug pulls people with the doge dog on the corner and the little icon or whatever, and if they really wanted to, Twitter could implement lightning payments in about five minutes, but they didn't. And you're what, are going to sit there and wait for it. Uh, Jack Mahler's from Strike said when Elon said something about maybe we would do that eventually or whatever, Jack Mahler's replied to him and said, we could have it done today. We could have it done for you today, but they're not going to do it. And the reason they don't want to do it is very simple. It doesn't benefit them directly to do it. It would benefit them indirectly because the more people use it, then the more people would use their platform. But they really want to figure out, like, this is how corporate interest thinks. So if we're going to integrate payments into our platform, how do we profit? And then this is the big thing. How do we not get in trouble with the government for the commerce that's going on? How do we handle reporting, et cetera, where Nostra's a protocol, doesn't matter. There's no one to go. In a lot of ways, it's like Bitcoin. There's no one to directly go after. There's no building with a big B on it, and there's no building with a big N with an ostrich next to it, an ostrich, right? It's not there. It's truly decentralized. So they don't have to wait. They don't have to go slow. They can go fast, the developers, right? So it's this marketplace with integrated payments that we can build, build many things on top of. And, you know, I'm thinking I'll give you some ideas of what I think about that in a second. But it's also a single point of contact, a single point of control of all your content, your contacts, network and knowledge. It's the modern Rolodex. 
right? So when I was young in sales, I had an old, I'm talking old school, traditional Rolodex on my desk. This is, this is before I was using ACT to manage clients. Salesforce was a gleam in its daddy's eyeball, right? In the back of a, of a 70 Chevrolet. That's how long ago this is. And when I needed to get in touch with somebody, I'd be like, who was that guy's name? Uh, Alan Barker, B. Barker, Alan. There's his business card and maybe some notes made on a, on a, a five by seven card in my Rolodex. And I would call Alan and go, dude, you around? And if he was around, he would answer and maybe send me the voicemail, uh, what have you. Um, that, that is the old day. And then in between, we've gotten to where, like, well, I have my email list, right? Or I have my address book in my email or what have you. And then we also have, well, but I've got Twitter. And not everybody I'm connected to on Twitter has email. And some of the people that might answer me on Twitter, I'm not even connected to. I just do a post. Somebody shares it. Somebody says, hey, here's the information you're looking for. So I have that. Then I have Facebook over here, but it's not connected to Twitter. And Facebook's where the marketplace is. And maybe I'm in an alternative uh, social media. So now I also maybe have an account on Gab and maybe one on MeWe. And I'm trying to sell to people on MeWe with direct messages. And I'm trying to sell Facebook on Marketplace. And I'm at Craigslist where I don't know anybody. You see, how like this is just everything is just separate. And every single one of these places, since they're not protocols, they're platforms, has no incentive to connect to the other one unless the big fish eats the little fish. Facebook buys Instagram and all of a sudden they work together, but they only work together. And I can't link the people that I have following me on Instagram or TikTok to be able to see the thing that I'm offering them from somewhere else. And if I leave one of those platforms, I have to leave all those people behind. They're gone. They're gone essentially forever for me unless I can bait them over. But if I can have one place where I can communicate and reach everybody, I have an inflow and outflow of information. I have an inflow and outflow of commerce, and it's unstoppable. That's what this is. And when you really start to get your head around that, you really start to understand what it is. Basically, what this is is a baby T-Rex. It's a cute little baby T-Rex. Remember in um, Jurassic Park, the fat guy that was the trader? And he sees a little tiny dinosaur and the little dinosaur like, and he like smacks it. And he's like, Oh, you're cute. But then he smacks it and he just goes, and then like a thousand of them come out and eat his face off. Okay. Noster is smaller than that one individual dinosaur right now. He's itty bitty little cute thing. Looks like a leopard gecko. You can pet him on the head. He's that little compared to a Facebook or a Twitter or a Google. Yeah. Or an Amazon. Cause it's everything. And. You know, maybe these other dinosaurs could chomp it, but they all look at it and go, yeah, he's no threat. He's a dinosaur, too. Don't worry about him. He's Barty. He's baby Barty. Nostra's going to grow up into this giant, super robo T-Rex nostrich, like a, an ostrich the size of a T-Rex, and start killing everything. It's going to massacre everything. Because if I, and it's going to be years, I think, before major brands really adopt this. But if I'm a major brand, right, if I'm a business doing a couple million dollars even, this is, this is my income we're talking about here. 
I can engage in all these various platforms. And if I happen to say the wrong thing the wrong day about the wrong person or in the wrong way, or if it, then they can just shut me off and I am cut off from my customers. Or I can use this protocol and you can never separate me from my customers, my business, my industry, my contacts. When you look at it that way long term, there's only one direction for this to go. And again, all the feature sets that we've been asking these different platforms for will be developed much quicker on this protocol because there's an incentive to do so and there's no roadblocks to it. There's no, oh, what will the FTC think? I don't care. Let them stop it. Every individual doing business is up to them for individual reporting. There's no accounting. There's no 1099s. There's no merchant account. It's P2P, person-to-person transactions, right? That's all that it is. And if, if you were one of the legacy media platforms right now, this should be scaring the shit out of you, but it won't. Facebook's still trying to figure out how to make their own virtual shitcoin currency. Noster's already got a full value-to-value integration of Bitcoin Lightning that anybody can use, including you. And some of you have onboarded yourself during this live stream already. And I, again, I apologize for the moments of discombobulation during this one. What could be built on Noster besides Twitter clones? So this is a big thing. Right now, people seem to think that all Noster is is a version of Twitter. These are some things that I've heard on Twitter from mostly shitcoiners, right? Noster was built by Jack Dorsey. No, it wasn't. Jack Dorsey just uses Noster. Jack Dorsey is, I think his favorite client is Domus. But he's not building up. Noster is lightning. No. Noster is not lightning. Noster is a protocol. When you get lightning payments on Noster, Noster holds your Bitcoin, not you. This is also false. You don't, there is no wallet integrated with Noster. There's, you attach a wallet to your Noster pub key. When you send me a payment, we could do this right now. If somebody would, uh, somebody would do me a favor out there. And, and this is not a, 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 a way for me to get a bunch of boosts. So I only need one person to do this. If somebody that's already on Noster right now, would go to your client, look me up, and send me a weird number, 17, 23, something like that, Sachs, right now. I'll even send it back to you. I just want to demonstrate the instantaneous nature of this. And I have up on my screen for those in the auto only, my payments received. And this is Albi. So Tom just sent me one. Don't tell me how much it is, Tom. Tom just sent me a zap. And Tom sent me... 21 sats? Is that AJ Nobody You or is it Hard Dan 3? Two people sent me 21 sats. It's actually hard to keep up with it. But Tom, which one's you? We'll wait for Tom to tell me which one of them. But he's one of those people there at the top of the list. That is not on Noster. That's Albi. Actually, his is not there. <laughs> Let me hit rewind again. I mean, refresh again. If he sent it on Domus, it might have went to Wallet of Satoshi. This is why I hate live demos. <laughs> so I have Domus linked to Wallet of Satoshi, so it might have ended up going to my wallet to Satoshi if somebody else wants to do this. Uh, but anyway, my point is that these payments go directly to me. They don't even go through Noster. They just use Noster. It would be like saying that 
if I send you an email, the email has your email, right? It, it doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah, Tom said it went to Wallet of Satoshi. So he must be using a mobile app. So I that's that's where that one went. But it, it doesn't really matter. He has stuff coming in all the time uh, to both wallets, depending on what the other person's using. And that's another thing, like where are you linked? Where does it go? What have you? But um Albi. It's Albi, A-L-B-Y. God, this is going to be a terrible audio version. I'm <laughs> sorry. Uh, but here's some things that we could do. We could use blogging platforms would be another example. So there's a blogging platform that is called Blogstack, blogstack.io. It's kind of like Substack, but it's directly integrated and it's run on Noster. And so you can put up your blog content. People can tip you for it. You can set up paywalls. And it's, again, it's called Blogstack. So there's already a site that's not a Twitter clone built on Noster. It is basically a Substack clone in a way. Uh, there's also a, a, a site called emon.chat, E-M-O-N.chat, instant message, end-to-end encrypted with integrated payments. So think of it like being able to pull up something like WhatsApp or Telegram or whatever with direct communications that are encrypted, but having instantaneous payments on your instant message. And you might say, well, what's the big innovation? So now we have a version of Telegram where if you know what you're doing, you can already send Bitcoin, but the key is if you know what you're doing and if the other person knows what they're doing, right? Um, we also have a clone of Substack, which we already have, which already takes Bitcoin payments, and we have a clone of Twitter. But what did I say? One key pair and your tribe is everywhere. So now when someone who's already connected with you decides that they want to start paying attention to the information coming out on Blogstack, they're already there. You're already there. You drop in your login and boom, you're connected. And if you're doing work across all three platforms, you're already connected. And Renegade Butcher says Minds is adding Noster. Substack is adding Noster. Uh, the direct chat apps for your website built on Noster. Isn't that interesting? So if I have a direct chat app on my website and somebody wants to buy something from me and they're in a discussion with me, they can just send me a payment by chat while we're chatting and I'm selling them the product. I, I think that's pretty cool. So... I've also talked in the past about things like traffic apps, right? Tra the pub key can go on fountain. I put mine in. I don't really know how that works, though. <laughs> I don't know what that does. Uh, but I've talked about like traffic apps, shopping apps, location apps. Well, if you could take your tribe anywhere. Now let's start thinking about this. So maybe I'm just this might be a feature set integrated into existing clients. It might not even be a new client that would do this. But there are people, their entire business is as follows. They go to places like thrift shops, garage sales, flea markets, whatever, and they get very specific things that they look for. And they find those things and they buy them. They take pictures of them in little light boxes and shit, and they market them on Facebook Marketplace, on eBay, on Etsy, whatever, all these different online sites. And they say, I have this thing for sale. Okay, that's great. And if somebody buys it, they win. Woohoo. And if somebody doesn't buy it, they're stuck with it 
and they're trying to get rid of it somehow, probably by taking it back to where they bought it and maybe getting half what they paid for it if they're lucky. So they have a risk associated with their business model. Well, imagine being able to have a large following of people who know you're the guy that finds the cool shit like that. And you go out today and you're in this one shop and you take pictures of five items and you set lightning invoices with them because this already exists on uh, in, the, in some of the clients. So you want this? Pay me right now and I'll send it to you. And you... You know, you figure out like, okay, this goes in it. So you you factor your shipping in, U.S. shipping only or wherever you're at. And this person in real time is paying you for the item before you bought it. You stick it in your shopping cart, ride around with it so nobody else buys it. And you take the ones that sell and you go ahead and pay for those. And you decide whether you want to take the risk on the other stuff that you found that day. That's just one example of, of a business model that would work with this. and. Think, so then you think it's little trinkets and stuff and maybe something you can make 50 bucks on. What about the person that's out inspecting houses or cars, or boats or art or all kinds of expensive shit? Basically like concierge shopping for billionaires. Don't think that kind of thing can't happen. But I talked about things like a traffic app that I would like to see on, on, on you know, with lightning integration. Where I'm driving down the road, like when I'm using Waze, and I'm hauling ass on I-95 or whatever it is, and I see on my app screen a little whoopy light, and I slow the hell down, and instead of doing 90 when I go past the cop, I'm doing 65, which is the speed limit. And then it says, is it still there? And I say, yes, it's still there. That's what Waze does. Wouldn't it be great if I was hauling ass and Lot's Project here, right? Lot's Project was ahead of me, saw the cop, ratted out the cop. And I said, zap, zap, right? And I can have a preset amount. So I just hit a button one time and he gets 50 sats, a penny, because he told me now the app works better. This is the kind of thing I can see built on Noster. And I already can see this being built with just lightning. But then you have to have this, you know, you have an app, you have a lot. If you do this on Noster, then all that, the company making that app has a huge incentive to take this approach. One, all the accounting is gone. They don't have to do anything. It's just there. It's integrated into the app. They can charge for the app. They can create some sort of, of rev share or something, however they want to do it. But you install the app. You drop in your key pair. Boom. You're up and running. And you, if there's anybody else that's part of your network, they can be connected to you instantaneously. There's so much that can be done with this. Um, again, one key pair in your tribes everywhere, everywhere you go. Location apps, shopping apps, etc. I've been on 30 days. In 30 days, I have seen polls introduced. That just happened this week. I'm not even sure who did it. I was DMing the guy, and he was telling me how it worked. But right now, it's on Snort, and it was supposed to work on Domus, but I didn't see it working on Domus. And so I ran a poll and said, are you excited about the Grow Noster initiative? And some people voted. Well, every person that voted, they had to pay 50 sats to vote. And I got the 50 sats. So you had to pay a penny to vote. And I, I imagine that feature set will be developed where I could set it to like five or 10 or 100 or whatever I want. But I would say that, you know, people like, I don't want to vote. I don't want to pay you to vote in your poll. If you won't pay a penny to vote in a poll, you don't really want to vote in the poll. I guarantee you some of you have thrown pennies, literally thrown them away recently 
Like you found some in the thing, you're like, screw this. I don't want freaking this copper shit. I understand it's space credit money. But that's just a feature set I've seen developed really recently. Enhanced spam filtering. When I first got on and you pulled up that global feed, there was a lot of porn in it, dick pics, all kinds of stuff like that. That stuff's damn near wiped out. And that has a lot to do with knowing what relays to use and all. But most of your bigger relays that people rely on are really doing well at filtering the spam now. And you might be like, that means it can be censored. No, that means that a relay operator can determine what they do or do not relay. I guarantee you there will be a Pornhub relay on Nostr that you can connect to for your porn if you want porn. There will be a Viagra relay if you want to connect for, like, it's not that it's censorable. It's that you choose what you see. It's, it's, it's basically self-censorable. But there's no way to prevent anybody from putting anything up there or relaying anything up there. You just choose what you what you want to look at. So that's been added. And then I don't know exactly when this happened, but I saw somebody yesterday put up an item for sale, create a relay, uh, uh, an invoice inside the note. And note is another word for post if you're more, you know, if you generally think of making a post or making a tweet. So a note is like a tweet or a post. So they made a post and it was Comfrey Sav. And there was a lightning invoice and it had a certain amount of time before it expired. And you click that, you make payment and you've done that transaction. And I've seen that since I got on 30 days ago. That's more innovation than any of these companies make in 30 days because there's so many different people working on it. Um, I, again, I apologize for some of the disconnect with the screen share. And I will try to clean that up as best I can with the audio about that might be uh that, that may be a little bit hard to do and find and track down. But what I want you to understand is you're looking at the future. You're looking at the future right now. Noster is the future of online networking, commerce, and information exchange. I'm 100% confident of that because I understand the most important thing. It is the concept that anybody can build on it. So, Way back in the late 90s, early 2000s, blogging started to get traction. And you you could hard code your own blog. And there were all these different websites that were like microblogging sites like Tumblr and full-on blogging sites like Blogspot that Google eventually bought and brought it in. And you're like, well, you know, there's going to be all these blog sites. And then WordPress came out. And the first time I went through the headache to install WordPress on a server of my own and looked at it, I went, okay, this is going to be the future of blogging. And this is not just going to be the future of blogging. This is going to be the future of websites. The the vast majority of websites that people run, especially small businesses, are going to be built on WordPress. Oh, we got Ruby on Rails. We got this and that. Like, do whatever you want, right? We got Wix and whatever. I'm like, no, because what WordPress did that was brilliant is they made everything open source, and that means that somebody that can make a plugin for it, a developer that can make the site more efficient, more effective, develop a a feature set for WordPress. That's only going to sell. 500 plugins and maybe give away a thousand light versions for free. And that's all they're going to have. If you're blog Inc, right? Mega blog Inc corporation, 
You can't afford to put your resources into developing that feature set for the website that only a thousand of your hundred thousand customers are going to use. You're not going to do it. And you're probably going to spend a lot of time developing feature sets that you think people really want. And you're going to do all kinds of marketing. Woohoo. And you're going to roll it out and go here. Look what it does now. And your audience is going to go want, want, and you're going to get less than the thousand that would have paid for the upgrade to the thing that you said you didn't want to do. And this is the corporate trap. It happens all the time. And it's why it can't compete with an open source model. So as soon as you get to the point where like some dude that knows PHP can sit down and go, geez, people want the site to do this thing, this one little thing. Okay. And they'll code that and they throw it into that uh, plug-in marketplace and you log into WordPress and you go, and if you, you don't use this, just understand what's happening. You don't have to know how to do it. But you you go in and you go into plugins and you search for a plugin like um, Facebook integration so that people can just hit a button on your post and it goes onto Facebook and posts there. And you see like 20 plugins that do that. And you read the features they have and whether they're free or have upgrades and what the free ones make you give up and what have you. And you decide the one you want. You click install one button, install, and then you click activate. Boom, it's on. And it, you might have to play with it, configure it, whatever, but it's done. You just had a feature set added to your website that would have cost you thousands of dollars or more to have individually programmed, but because it's load shared across all users, and because that programmer probably developed it in his bedroom in his spare time while he was going through school or something like that, he doesn't care that he only made five grand off it this year. It's five grand he didn't have, and he could develop that skill set but now take it to where the people developing that. Imagine if WordPress worked this way. I install your plugin and we become connected. We become connected in that I know who you are and I'm grateful for what you did. And you know who I am and you're grateful I'm your customer. And now we can communicate. And I'm like, hey, you know what would be really cool? If I could make the header red. Then you might be like, shit. Done. And I might be like, you know what? There's five bucks. Right. There is no freaking way that Blogspot can compete with that. I don't even know if Blogspot exists anymore. It's another multi-million dollar expenditure by Google because they had too much money in their pocket at one time that went to shit. You know, like it's like Yahoo buying broadcast.com. It just went to nothing. It doesn't even exist anymore. I don't even think they have the domain anymore. Maybe it redirects to Yahoo. They spent, I don't know how much they spent on the total buyout, but Mark Cuban alone got $4 billion for Broadcast.com. And Broadcast.com is nothing but a domain name now. It doesn't even do what it used to do. And it was a valid business. That's what happens to these legacy media enterprises because they can't keep up. Now, take what I just told you about WordPress. And think of all these companies, all these blog platforms trying to compete with an open source model like WordPress that has literally tens of thousands of people making it better. Literally, additionally, since it uses a common programming language in PHP, if a plugin doesn't exist, there's a thousand PHP developers on, on websites, helper websites. Like I said, I need a plugin to do this and they can build it for me. And then I can either have ownership of it because I paid for it or I can tell the guy, tell you what, cut me a deal on it. And I'll pay part of the development and you can put it into the marketplace. We can make any deal that we want. 
How the hell can a corporation that has self-important assholes in $5,000 Armani suits sitting around a $100,000 conference table ever compete with that? And they can't. Now take it to Noster. Now take it to every interaction that human beings have using the connected world of the Internet. We have a way where you can never be separated from anybody you choose to be connected to unless they don't want to talk to you because you can always block somebody. You have a way that payments can be made instantaneously between all parties and no one can stop that either. Right. Um, I want to show you this. I think this is pretty cool. Someone, whoever you are. Thank you. So while I'm sitting here talking. Someone nine FEC just sent me thirty one thousand sats. Right. Quite a few twenty one sats. That's back to AJ. Nobody. So I just made thirty one thousand sats while I'm talking to you. Think about what I'm saying now. Think about what I'm saying. <laughs> so Hosgas says uh, Hoss just says, damn, so easy. Wonder if it's going to be regulated. How are you going to regulate it? What are you going to do? How would you regulate email? How are you going to stop email? How are you going to stop two people using their own clients and own web servers from sending email to each other? You can write all the regulations you want. Will anybody care? You, you, did, we, when did Reagan start the drug war in like 82? Is it hard to find drugs right now? And you can't send drugs through the Internet. You can't like Renegade Butcher saying here, you can't regulate a pro protocol. This is game over. The little T-Rex is going to grow into the giant robotic AI giant T-Rex that will eat everything. And so I hope that my complete clusterfuck of trying to screen share today, if you watch the video or if you hear whatever gets left in the audio, reassures you that I'm not a technical genius. I, I can't write... I would be lying if I said I can't write a single line of programming. I can do some basic PHP programming and some basic, basic programming. Very, very little. I can definitely alter some code. I can do a, uh, an HTML view on a website and do some things at the code level when a WYSIWYG doesn't work. But I am not a programmer. I am not a developer. I am not heavily technical. I am much more comfortable with a worm farm than code. Okay. This is not hard. This is a matter of get the Albi extension. Okay. So you need to be using a browser that allows extensions. I personally use Brave. You can use Chrome. You can use Firefox. You need a browser that will let you install Albi. This is what I recommend. There's other ways to do this. Once you have Albi, generate a Noster key pair in it. If you're not sure how to do that, use the link in the notes for the show today, and it will tell you how to do that. I swear to God, if you go to Google or Brave Search or whatever and search for how to generate a Noster key pair with Albi, you will get the same link that I put in the notes because that's how I found it. That's how I found it when I did it a month ago. And so you install that extension, you generate your key pair, then you choose a client, Snort or Iris is what I would recommend to get started and use whatever you want and connect one to the other. Fill out your profile, name as you want it displayed, put up an avatar, put up a banner. Again, I want you to see it. 
it really is. Let me bring this up. It really, once you have it set up, it just looks like Twitter. Because it's supposed to. That's how, the, like, the first thing we did with it was make Twitter clones. But this is my profile page on Snort. If you can use Twitter, you can use this. If I want to make a post, right, and I'm on Snort, I hit cl click, thing comes up, and I write po I write whatever I want to write, and I hit send. I'm not going to send post, but if I want to, if I want to like, see what's going on in a conversation or see somebody's profile, I click on it. Alan Watts, I like him. What I'm going to do... Let's go ahead and send Alan. Let's see if he's got something here I like. Okay. I don't like that dude. Okay. I like this me. So I'm going to send Alan and I'm going to do a long click. I did a long click on that one. So on Snort, you can set a default zap amount. I have mine set to 50. If you just click zap real fast, it'll just send 50. They could have sent 50 sats to Alan. But what I want to do, I want to set a custom. Alan, you're getting 100 sats, bro. Okay, and I'm going to say confirm, and that means if Alan was selling something, I could pay him a couple hundred bucks if I had the money, right? And then I'm going to say zap, boom. So I just sent him 100 sats for this meme, yeah? I'm going to go back over to Albi. Hopefully, I've changed my screen like I'm supposed to. I'm going to hit refresh, and of course... <laughs> Of course, it doesn't show up in real time. Renegade Butcher's thousand sats just came in. But I assure you, Alan just got his his sats from me. So, um, man, this is why I use screenshots. And this is why I tell everybody to use screenshots. And, yeah, here we go. Let me share. So here's that 100 sats right here. So there's that 100 sats right there. It's just in a different view uh, because I set a budget on Snort, and it kind of escrowed the, uh, the sats over there. So I'm going to stop using the screen share. I am going to try to take a few questions here. If you have any questions for me, and again, I apologize for today's discombobulation, folks. Go ahead and post them in all caps, and I'll do my best. K-Bong says, can it do product images yet for product placement? So there's, if you want to post an image on, um, on Noster, different clients handle them different ways. But generally, it's as simple. It's the same as posting an image when you're doing a tweet. You click insert image. Now, there is some things I've learned about this with, like, character limits before you have to extend it all. And like on Snort, it really makes sense to insert your image and you'll see a, a, a URL pop up that is where the image is. Hit return and put your description below it. And that way, if your description's too long, the image will still show in the main feed. Some people are using different clients. A lot of times you'll see that there's a post and there's like a little blurred out place where the image is. And it'll say where the image is hosted. And if you want to see the image, you click it and it shows up. That reduces the amount of load on the network. But there's many ways to insert images now. Uh, one of the things I like about Snort over Iris is on Snort, if you just put in a link to a website, it'll do the thing like Twitter does or Facebook does where it makes a little snippet and it puts an image if there's one with it and it shows it displayed that way. Where on Iris, it just has the link, kind of like Float did when they made the new platform that sucked. So 
it depends. Again, not everything works everywhere, but there's plenty of ways to get images, product, et cetera, invoices into your, your notes. I got to start using that terminology myself, notes instead of posts. Uh, privacy, you mentioned once that clicking a username shows every comment they've made anywhere. I hope I misunderstood that. Um, you could scroll through somebody's entire record of every comment that they've ever made publicly on Noster. Sure. Now, you wouldn't be able to see all of their DMs, but you would be able to see all of the stuff that's posted, just like you can pull up somebody's Twitter and see all their tweets and replies. So if you don't want to be publicly known for all of that, then you would use a pseudonym. You would use some sort of alternative screen name. People often ask me why I don't do that, why I don't seem to concern myself with privacy much online. I'm a public personality. I'm communicating with you guys. Uh, I don't have anything that I put out into the public domain that I'm not comfortable with people seeing or knowing about. And if you're going to be a podcaster in 2023 or even in 2008 when I started, then um, then then you're not going to get anywhere. I don't believe in being anonymous with what I do. I just don't. Um, the Mead Maker says, Jack, is Noster already an open app available to be downloaded? I think that's, again, the confusion. Noster's not an app. Noster's a protocol. Asking if Noster has a Noster app is like asking if email has an email app. Or HTTP has an HTTP app. HTTP has browsers, Safari, right? Brave, Decenter, um, Firefox, Edge, if you're dumb and you do things with whatever Microsoft calls their shit now, right? Um, there is no Noster app. There's clients that use Noster, and they will or will not have apps. Snort is a browser-based client. It doesn't have a mobile app. Domus is a mobile app. It doesn't have a browser-based side. Will those companies eventually, you know, do do the other? I think that would be likely. Hanging Laundry says, I see Domus is Apple only. Yes, it is. And that's why I mentioned if you are on Android and you want something very similar to Domus, Amethyst would be the app that you would look for. Domus is also, I believe, still only available in test flight on Apple. So that would be something that you would have to look up. But I, again, I have all these resources in the show notes today. Link in the video notes below. Be up about an hour after the live feed ends, hopefully after I get to the point where I have my foot in my mouth out of the podcast. Troy says, wouldn't they have to start sending out 1099s at some point if Twitter was implemented in Lightning? Yes, Twitter would, probably, maybe, depending on how they did it. Let me explain to you how they could not do it. Don't touch the money. Don't give people a lightning wallet in their Twitter account. Do what, do what Noster does. You link your shit and money goes between you and somebody else. Not our business. But how does Twitter make money doing that? Well, about the only really good way for Twitter to make money doing that would be to create a linking integration that allows you to use their, I would, if I were Twitter and I wanted to make money off of the commerce, I would spin up an entire network of lightning nodes that we would see to, that would have a team that sees to balancing their liquidity and it would just make it easy for you. 
And then I would create a third party non Twitter wallet that seamlessly integrated that was yours, a piece of software you downloaded. And it would just, it would be like if you use Wallet of Satoshi, you're using Wallet of Satoshi's Lightning Nodes and you're paying transaction fees. That would be how they would do that. But it's dirty for them because they're both the wallet, right? And they're the platform. They're not really separate. Plus, they're U.S. based. You'll notice that most of the companies that are doing things with integrated tech like this, like Fountain, they're not U.S. based. They're U.K. based. They don't really care that the United States wants payment information. It's impossible to track. Now, if somebody, if, if Twitter were to, if anybody were to really start rolling out kind of like web stores and integrate their receiving technology with it, well, yeah. Then you get into like this, you know, tax reporting shit or whatever. But if all you are is a website, it would be like telling, let's say that Craigslist all of a sudden was told, you need to provide 1099s for anyone that uses Craigslist and sells more than $600 a year on Craigslist. Well, how the hell would they know? Craigslist works P2P. It just generally works with cash or some sort of online payment method, right? Like, so I'm on Craigslist. I see a guy selling ducks. I message him through Craigslist. Dude, I want to buy some Muscovy ducks. Do you have 10 females? And he says, yes. And I say, how much are they? He says 20 bucks a piece. I drive over. This happened last year. I drove over his house in the cage, put 20, put 10 ducks in a cage and handed him $200 and drove away. Well, I could drive over to pick the ducks up and say, do you take Bitcoin? He says, yes. Shows me a QR code. How does Craigslist fit into the payment network side of that? And the answer is completely legally, they do not. They're just an advertising mechanism. So the, the corporate greed of a Facebook or a Twitter to have to be involved in the transaction and have to be able to take a piece of the transaction is what has prevented them from integrating payments into the system in the first place. So what you're talking about here is circumvention of everything those people do. Circumvention of Visa and MasterCard. Circumvention of everything. And it doesn't necessarily have to be nefarious. It doesn't have to be, I, I don't want to pay taxes. You can pay all the taxes you want. But how about you decide? So you, here's an example of the mess that's, that's finally cleared up by the IRS. I have certain people that I do affiliate marketing for. Paul Wheaton would be a perfect example. Paul Wheaton pays me on PayPal. And it's, it's not an insignificant amount of money for selling his Kickstarters and his affiliate program. It's, it's enough money. He has to send me a 1099. Well, who else sends me a 1099? PayPal sends me a 1099. The money's duplicate reported. There's finally a place in the preparer notes to say, we've reported this 1099, but it's included in this 1099, so we've adjusted the net income down, and we've paid you what you're entitled to. Because we didn't have that, I have three times had to have accountants write letters for me explaining that because I got a letter of demand saying we owe the IRS more money. They fixed it, but do you know when that started? When the Patriot Act, uh, Act passed. George Bush was freaking president. They fixed it this year. So how about just getting everybody out of your business and handling things on your own. And be, again, because this is a protocol, when somebody builds an app, 
or a client that allows for your commerce, your commerce is between the two of you. They're not involved. There's other ways for them to generate revenue, right? They, there's a lot of ways that they'll be able to generate revenue across time. Uh, Rachel says, just catching up audio till now. So I'm not sure why I started that other than it was in all caps. Let's see if we've got any other questions. I don't see any other questions. Okay, hold on. Aaron says, hey, Jack, trying to link my Exodus Lightning wallet to Noster. I added an invoice to the LN. Uh, no, you will never, ever, 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 infinity, ever, at least right now, link your Exodus wallet to Noster. Exodus has Lightning features in it, but it is not a standalone Lightning wallet. So if you are going to link a Lightning wallet to a mobile app, which is what you would be doing here, um, if you're going to be using the Exodus Lightning Wallet, that's just don't. Okay, if you're if it's because you're using Domus or Amethyst and you're on a mobile app and you can't use Albi, right? That because I'm just saying if you're online, use Albi. It's seamless and it's perfect, right? Then I, Blue Wallet works. Wallet of Satoshi works. A few others. I think Strike actually will work with it. And what'll happen is when you pull it up. It'll, it'll, and you go to send somebody money, it'll, it'll come up and ask you to select one of them. To set up your LN URL, you need to copy that out of Albi if you're in the browser and enter it into your profile where it asks for it in your profile. Again, use Noster.how, but I've had a lot of people ask me about Exodus. Exodus will not work for this. What I like about Exodus is two things. One, if you're using it for just holding Bitcoin and what have you as like a bronze standard for self-custody, they have great support. So I don't have to answer your questions about how to use Exodus. They will actually support their own product. Uh, two, I do like that if you have money in on-chain Bitcoin and you want to get it over to Lightning, there's a way to do that inside Exodus. But if you were on, if you were if your if your Bitcoin's in Exodus right now and you want to break out twenty bucks and use it in this new Noster world, what you would do is you would convert it to Lightning in Exodus and send it to get Albi or send it to Wallet of Satoshi or split it in half or whatever. So um, this is this is not see Exodus doesn't have LN URL as far as I know which is where you can send any amount anytime you want, and it will end up into the hands of the recipient. Exodus only has invoice generation where you create an invoice and say, send me five bucks, and then it lasts for 24 or 48 hours or whatever it is, and it expires and it goes away. It doesn't stay open forever or until paid. Where LNURL, you can send money anytime you want uh, in any amount you want, down to one sat if you want. So hopefully that makes sense as well. Anyway, that's all the questions that I see, if there's any more questions. And I really hope that given that I got a little sidetracked in this one, that I didn't make this more complicated than it is. So let's go through it one more time here at the end how to do this. I would recommend that most of you start out browser-based because I just think it's going to be easier for you. If you're comfortable with the mobile, go ahead and do it. But I would recommend if you don't know and you're a little bit apprehensive, go to Noster.how to figure out any of the things I'm about to give you. Install the Get Aldi extension into your browser. Okay. 
Use it to generate a key pair for Noster. Pick a client, Snort, Iris, whatever. Connect it with Albi. Fill out your profile, your name as you want it to appear. Put in your LN URL. You'll find that and get, get Albi. Get connected. Once you're up on Noster, check out the Get Noster uh, hashtag. I'm sorry, the Grow Noster hashtag. Start following some people and DMing. Zap a few people. Zap yourself. You know, you can zap yourself in a circle just to see if it works. And, and once you've done that, you'll figure everything else out and then get on the program. Get on the program for the next 90 days. Again, um, make two posts every day for something that's not related to Bitcoin and tag it Grow Noster. Um, Check the Grow Noster feed once daily and follow at least two new people using it. At least two new people using it. The more, the better. Um, check the Grow Noster feed once daily uh, and add those people. Um, DM the people you follow with I found you on Grow Noster and gave you a follow or similar. Check your DMs and follow people back that did that for you. Right. Check some of the other hashtags, whatever you're interested in that you find. Follow some of those people. Maybe do the same thing, especially if they're on Grow Noster as well. Um, Make at least four comments and posts and zap at least two people a day. If you do this, three months from now, you're going to tell somebody about Noster and they're going to be like, man, that's so technically complicated. I can't figure that out. You're going to be like, dude, no, it's not. And you're going to be like, hey, look at my, see, look at, look at the zaps coming in and out. Look at the, the information exchange. Look at the value exchange. And you're going to change the way you think about technology in the future in commerce. And you're going to expand your network. I just want you to ask, I want to ask you this right here at the end. What is the value of being connected to say 200 people that you don't know right now that share common interests and know how to use this technology? What would you pay if you could order that? Right? This is, Check. I'll have to check that later. <laughs> I'll have to check that later. I don't know why, because I'm receiving shit right now. But um, he says I borked my Ellen URL. I'll have to look at that later. Anyway, um, what would you pay for that? And you, these are not going to be like, you know, robotic accounts from China. If I said to you, you tell me three subjects you're really interested in. Three subjects you're really interested in. and the kind of people you want to be connected to. And you click a button and hit pay what you think it's worth. And 90 days later, you'll have 200 new connections to people that will know who you are and you'll know who they are and you'll have common interests. And they'll know how to send and receive payments with Lightning Online. And they'll know how to use this technology. Is that worth 100 bucks? 200 bucks? 300 bucks? I don't know. But it's probably worth five minutes a day for three months. So, anyway, if you like this show, despite my screw-ups today, I'd appreciate it if you'd help support us. One of the ways you can help support us is do your online shopping at tspaz.com. That's T-S-P-A-Z, tspaz.com. And now something I'm a little more comfortable with than technology. Garden tools. Turkish-made folding, harvesting, and pruning knife. These are back in stock. I love these things. They've been used and designed the same way for hundreds of years. 
I only know of one source of them, and they are sold on Amazon through this source. It's called Glittering Bazaar. They come in from Turkey. The guy probably gets a couple hundred in a shipment or something like that because he doesn't want to take too much inventory. Whenever they come back in stock, I run this, and they usually sell out within a few days or less. So if you want one of these, get one now. You can always find everything I recommend at tspaz.com, T-S-P-A-Z, tspaz.com. Check it out today, and you see everything that I recommend. If it's there, I own it. I bought it. I'd buy it again, or I wouldn't recommend you buy it. These things I love because they fold up like a giant pocket knife, and then they go in your pocket, and then you don't lose them. You don't leave them lying around. I even have a video that kind of shows you the feature set of it. And what's really great about this, a lot of people, why don't you just use a knife? Because it's serrated and it actually cuts instead of chops and it doesn't get dull and it's designed for this. It's actually a knife that was designed for pruning grapes and berry bushes. And again, this has been used in the Middle East forever. I'm sure you can buy them for about five bucks at like a marketplace or something in Turkey. Here in the United States, they're about 20 bucks. If you want one, get one while you can. You can see it compared to a rice knife there in the distance. And with that, I think I've, 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 I've choked on my own foot enough today. I'll wrap up today. I'll be back tomorrow with something totally different. Please get involved with this project. Grow Noster. That's the hashtag. Hashtag Grow Noster. But remember, what we're really talking about is growing on Noster. You will grow your connections, your network, your influence, and your knowledge if you take part in this. I'll catch you tomorrow with another one. Are they going to bail you out or just run you around? You should have a house the American way. A dollar down, a dollar a month.